Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you could put your moist little ears into. This is a very special episode today. Everybody, because we're going to be talking about the biggest, eh, not the big, uh, second, <laughs> probably second biggest movie of the summer. In any other year, this might be uh, the biggest. It might be, but there's been a few big movies this year. <laughs> At least one. At least one so <laughs> far. Uh, but no, we're going to be talking about Deadpool 2, and we have a very special guest. Who's oh, going to join us? Hello. Hello. Tell the, tell the kids at home who you are. Who is this? Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Shepard, and, uh, and I'm happy to be here. Danny, thank I, you uh, so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, what, so if the boys and girls at home, they're, they have a big question mark. They're saying, who's Danny? Why, how did he get into their studio? No one important. How did he Don't sneak in? <laughs> but what do you, uh, <laughs> you do YouTube videos, and I think a lot of uh, people should know you from your Nightwing series, correct? That that is uh, our claim to fame, I suppose. The uh, the Nightwing series, yeah. Uh, run a YouTube channel called Ismahawk. Um, you may it's a it's a funny name, and I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we make uh, short films, action scenes, some versus battles here and there. We're not really doing the versus battles as much anymore. We're trying to make more short films these days, which is why we don't upload as often as uh, as I wish we could. But uh, yeah, we we try to make our stuff uh, as high production value as possible. So, but I miss yeah. the verses. But I like I the verses. I they're like still the all there for too. you, man. The Flash huh? Quicksilver. They're so quick. They're so fast. So fast. So furious. They are. No, they. You guys, if you are not familiar with Ismahawk, anyone who listens to this podcast is going to enjoy that channel. So go check it out. Go subscribe. Go watch the Quicksilver Flash one. <laughs> And then all the other ones, but watch that one. Then Nightwing, to be fair. And then watch all the other ones. I think that's a fair order of... That's, uh, that's a fair one. Danny, thank you for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of Thanks course. for the plug. I appreciate that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> for those that, that are new to the show, uh, I am DJ Wooldridge. And I'm Sam Basher. And this podcast is all... We're going to talk about all things. Movies. Yes, TV shows, but uh, too comic books sometimes, mm-hmm. and oh, some yeah. sometimes cryptids. Yes, or paranormal. But we did AI recently, and that surprisingly, was a good one. because I only did about fifteen minutes of research, was one of the most intelligent conversations we've ever had. Yeah, that was a, that was a really fun one. We that was a that was a good one. And you can find if you want to find more about this podcast, more about our show, other stuff we do, you can go to onlystupidanswers.com. One stop shop that has all our social media, including our Twitter, which is at onlystupidanswers. Yank out the vowels from stupid, but also Instagram. Facebook, Reddit. There's yes. a whole subreddit you can go to. Also, patreon.com uh, slash onlystupidanswers. But here's an important announcement before we get going Whoop. real quick. We just had our 100th episode. This is our 101 episode. Yeah. So big Woo. celebration for that. It's e- equally as cool as 100th episode. Mm-hmm. But we had a big live show in L.A. over at the Open Space Cafe. They were amazing. We had... Uh, the little burp, and we also had Steve Zaragoza and Mike Fauzon from Dynamic Banter perform, as well as Maud Garrett and myself, and we did a little smodcast, and we had Roxy Stryer. It was amazing. 
I'm telling you this because you can actually go watch the entire live performance. The only place you can watch it is on our Patreon, the $15 tier. Go watch that. You'll get all of Superhero or Super TV Showdown. That's yeah. a different show. That's a different uh, show that we do. Super TV Showdown. And you can get the live performance. But also, uh, there's going to be a very awesome uh, YouTube video that's going to come out later this week as like kind of an advertisement for the show that I'm very proud of. And, sorry, so many announcements. You can get all this information at our newsletter, which you can sign up uh, at, at OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Enter your email address. Address. Uh, when this episode goes out, there should be a newsletter with all of this information included in it. There you go. One-stop shop. That's where we said, everybody. So at the at OnlyStupidAnswers.com, you can find the different places where you can listen to this podcast. And we love it if you listen on iTunes if you go in and give us a five-star review. You know, I don't think people know about uh, five-star reviews because I know, Isma Hawk, you guys had a podcast for a second, Hawk Talk, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, with iTunes... Uh, if you guys don't know, five-star reviews, we always ask for those, but it also gets us more ads, and that also makes sure that our podcast can keep going. So, if, And also, you can write as many as you want. Yes. After like six months, you can go write another one if you want to. Boom. So if you've written one before and you're like, I could write another one, you should. Anyways, we like to read those. Yeah, we like to read those on the show, and I uh, I have one here. You you can also go to the Patreon and leave comments on the episode. So I'm going to do uh, the iTunes. You want to take uh, the Patreon? Yes, we have Maggie Whitmer here. Says, what a lovely episode. Congratulations. I'm so happy for DJ and Sam for reaching this huge milestone. That was for the 100th episode. Yeah. And Maggie, you're the best. She's been a day one Patreon subscriber. And I appreciate you. Uh, over here on iTunes, five stars, we've got Matt underscore man underscore in underscore a underscore box. Wow. Best podcast <laughs> for movies, TV shows, comics, sometimes ghosts. This <laughs> is the first podcast I listened to, and now that I have an iPhone, the first thing I did is write a review for the world's best boy people, Sam and DJ. Well, that's very sweet. Yes, well, thank you is. so much for those reviews. And while we like to give shout-outs to friends, let's give another quick shout-out to another friend of the podcast. My God, this is going to be a fun episode but you know what also is fun what getting good quality stuff for your bathroom you know what you're not wrong because sometimes if you don't take care of that stuff it's going to get bad and you're going to feel bad and you're going to look bad well guess what guys we have some friends over at dollar shave club can that, that can help you out because if you've ever showered or if you brush your teeth or you try to make your hair look presentable well i've got good news for you because guess what dollar shave club has a lot of stuff that can help you out dollar shave club delivers all everything i'm about to list for you that you need to look good, feel good, and smell your best right to your door. We're talking one-wipe Charlie's. We're talking uh, shave butter. We're talking razors that you can't beat the quality. You know what I'm talking about? My favorite, yes. personally, one-wipe Charlie's because I like the fresh feeling. We all do, if I'm we're sorry. being honest. I'm a man on the go. I'm a young adult man. I have a lot of entrepreneurial duties. Yeah. As, duties. as an uh, thank you a one of my trailers uh bring it back around uh but no i just gotta uh, a, i'm a busy boy and i want to make sure that i'm clean down there one white trolley is always good for me and for like the most precise shave the shave butter is always it's because it goes on clear mm-hmm. i'm a big i'm a big fan of that also all their smells they have a bunch of good smells you want to smell good as a dude it's important or as a lady so like we we're saying dollar shave club yes i know you've heard of that before yes the dollar shave club that Dollar Shave Club, to be specific, delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. You name it, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, and even a wipe that'll leave your tush feeling tingly clean. That's that one wipe trolleys we were talking about. I want to try the hair gel. I'm going to be honest. I want to just, wow, I mean, why not? Yeah, exactly. If they got everything and I trust all their other products, it's got to be amazing. I will say, though, that I'm a big fan of their amber and lavender calming body cleanser. Mm. I'm a big fan of lavender. I love the smell of lavender, and theirs is... 
very good. I've never smelled anything like it. Good luck finding a product that great in the stores. I freaking dare you. All the Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients, and they won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is included with your membership. Which is fantastic. It's a no-brainer. Here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just five bucks, you can get their Daily Essential Starter Set. It comes with body cleanser, one wipe trolleys, their amazing butt wipes, their world-famous shave butter, and their best razor, the Six Blade Executive. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need for the bathroom. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. Don't be stupid and check it out. Now back to the show. All right, let's talk about what we're into this week. You guys know the segment. We're going to read some from the Reddit, but DJ, kick it off for us. Show Danny how how it's done. Well, for me, the... yeah. <laughs> the thing that uh, that I you know, that I'm into that I've been into for a minute. The thing that I hope you all are into as well is I have my comic over at ChaosTheoryComic.com. Humble brag. Yeah, and this is uh, this was a big undertaking on my part. Instead of one uh, one shot, it's it's five issues collected, uh, three times as much comic as before, and so that made the whole thing uh, it, the, the process of paying my artists and the colorists and the letterers, and I got amazing prints from uh, amazing artists, uh, and it's it's a it's a bigger endeavor, and uh, you can go to the Kickstarter at chaostheorycomic.com, and I've had some people say that, like, you know, they saw that the amount that I needed to reach, and they were fe- feeling a little intimidated, and then they didn't contribute, mm-hmm. which is what makes you not able to, to reach it. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, why would they do – they're like, oh, that's too much. Yeah. You, and, uh, and Why would they do that? <laughs> yeah, and so and – the, and the thing is, on my end, like, even if I make the amount, I'm still going to be a little bit in the hole because it's a, it's a big undertaking. It's something I care about. It's something that I want to share with you guys. Um, so if you can, if you've been holding off, if you've been waiting – now's the time it's it's all or nothing uh like kickstarter is so either you show up at the kickstarter and it happens or you don't and it doesn't so we've only got about like one full week left go to chaostheorycomic.com and support yes so that's that's what my whole life has been revolving around for <laughs> for the past months several months, months yeah. yeah so so that's mm. me uh what about you danny what are you into? I just you? want to say before I jump into what I'm into, I just want to say, uh, you know, we did a Kickstarter for our Nightwing series back in. Uh, it was the end of 2012, and yeah. it was the most stressful 60 days of my entire life yeah, because it's... it felt like our entire life was was attached to this Kickstarter. It was if this if we got funded, then we got to make our dream project, and if it didn't get funded, then you know, we would have been very sad. And there's no way we could have done it without the Kickstarter. So anybody who is donating to uh, to your Kickstarter is real MVP. There's some people who have who are still like our viewers, like coming from the Kickstarter. Like they stuck around even after the Nightwing series and support us continuously. Uh, so I just want to say like Kickstarter it's crazy that you're going through this experience because I was right there. Yeah, and, it's and interesting. It's, it's stressful. Yeah, I did a couple. Uh, the, this is the uh, volume two of it. I did the the first comic on Indiegogo as well, and and that uh, that went really well. And uh, and yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how the next few days uh, play out. Uh, but I'm really hoping I get to share with everybody. Yeah, it's it's an interesting, intense experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now your brothers, your brothers, yeah. Are warm. Kickstarter yeah. bros. <laughs> yeah. But what are you into? What have you been uh, watching, reading, checking out, playing video games? Um, man, I feel like uh, 
I feel like it's it's a ton of things. I, I guess the thing that I'm most excited for this week is My Hero Academia comes back on tomorrow. Oh. The new episode. Do you, are you guys? Do you guys? You guys watching this show at all? Well, everyone we know that likes anime even a little bit watches this show and they're in love with it. So, is this season two coming back? This is season three, and it's oh, wow. actually it's a few episodes in, and this season has been absolutely insane. The thing is, is I bring it up because I know Sam that you're a big superhero fan what? as well, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and my girlfriend's the one who got me into it, and. Uh, I have been absolutely. It's it's almost like the Avengers meets X Men, and like everybody has powers. It's it's awesome, man. And uh, I'm stoked for the next episode to come on tomorrow because this season three so far, I think anybody who's watching it probably uh, can agree that it is absolutely just insane. Where, you guys, do yourself a favor, check it out. Where does it air? Um, I think we watch it on. So I'm such a nerd that I actually I'll watch it with the with the sub first, and then nice. I'll go back and watch it again with the dub because it's subs, I like subs the show over that dubs, right? Subs not dubs. That's what it is. Yeah, subs, not you dubs. figured it out. Uh-huh. See, subs in the beginning because that's like the way it's supposed to be, but then dubs after because I, I swear I always catch stuff I didn't notice when I watch uh, when I watch the dub because cool. and I also get to appreciate the animation because I'm not reading. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't understand Japanese unfortunately, so <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> Gotta, one day. I'll help yeah, you. I can't speak it, but I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> You'll figure Thanks, it out man. together. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, that's cool, because I know a lot of people that watch it, and I know there's a service called Verve out there, VRV. Yeah, that has, that's like, where I watch it. Yeah, so they have, like, Crunchyroll and... Um, gotcha. What is the other anime? Funimation. Uh, Funimation, there we go. Uh, and they have both of those, and they also have a, b- a bunch of other services. But I know mm. I have a free trial email somewhere that I can go, <laughs> I can go just use that and watch, like... I'll watch, like, the first season, just to kind of, like, get a feel for it, or watch a couple episodes and if i'm really feeling it i'll get a full subscription and i'll there try you go. it out because uh, I've, I've heard great things so i and i think it'll be up my alley the only time i've ever like really invested in an anime series let's pretend that avatar and Korra aren't anime because i mean they're not technically based yeah. on american yeah. anime yeah I guess. like it's still i still think they're similar but since fans are very particular about that i won't call it that um <laughs> but i did try to watch I got burps right now. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, they, uh, there's a show that was on Netflix called uh, Zombie High School of the Dead, and it was awful. It was <laughs> one of the, it was just an awful fucking anime. Like I gotta be honest, it was like super weird, and it had all those those, those weird tropes where it's like. Uh, like uh, a young young kid or someone who looks like a really young kid is infatuated with an older man and you're like what is huh. what is what it why is this There's why a is this a whole no <laughs> um, well, a little bit we'll see how it plays out I'll mm-hmm. go check it out and I'm sure there are listeners out there that are that are fond of that as well but speaking of shows yes. I finally caught up with a uh, series of unfortunate events season two because I love the books when I was a kid and I def- we definitely talked about season one yeah. on this podcast so that wants to date this podcast because mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Um, but uh, it's season two. It, this is a weird show. It's a weird, like, it's it's weird for weird sake sometimes where it's like yeah. it's very stylistic. And it's it's the, you can correct me on this. Uh, I don't know his name, but the director of Men in Black who created yes. it. Yeah, so he, Stephen something. Uh, yeah, I'll Soderberg. look at it. You asked me and then it just left my brain. Uh, so I'll have to bring it up real quick. Well, he directs, he's the showrunner for Series of Unfortunate Events. And as they both have, Men in Black and Series of Unfortunate Events have a similar like style to them, the way they look. And they have so many big names and big actors that are a part of the show, which is crazy. But there's something about it that's like, it's not a kid show because it's too dark. Like people like 
are murdered on like not on screen but it's like they have to deal with like the real ramifications of Barry someone. Sonnenfeld thank you there you go uh, uh, but like it's also not in a, like an adult show because it's so the way that the kids talk it's super stylistic and it feels like a kid show whimsical almost yeah, yeah. and so it's, it's kind of confusing because I enjoy it but I think I enjoy it just because it's that nostalgia it's just that I miss uh, I like the feeling I had when I read the books and now that it's being shown to me I realize how weird some aspects of the books are like there's a point <laughs> in, in book 10 I think book 9 or 10 when they go to a carnival and kind yeah. uh, of off of course and his a whole group of people take over the carnival and one of them is a woman who has she whips people you know because like it's a carnival like whipping the lions and everything yeah. but hers is a giant piece of pasta why in the book there's like a reason because they like use fun wordplay and as a kid you're kind of just uh, enamored by the wordplay yeah and in th- and in this there's no wordplay it's no. just this person's walking around with a giant fucking noodle attached to the side of their belt and you're like but what's happening though? Yeah. Like, what does that why? mean exactly? Like, why? Like, why does the baby jibber jabber? They do have a great joke though, because they there was such a big gap between shooting the first season and the second season. Yeah. They're like, oh, if they they end the first season with them sitting on a bench, and they pick up season two right on that same bench, and they're like, oh, it feels like we've been sitting here for months. It like looks Sunny. Sunny even looks older, the baby, because she's now a toddler. She's not a baby anymore. Yeah. That was a pretty good joke. I'm just <laughs> I'm giving a shout out to it because I know people who listen to the podcast watch it. But really quick shout out to our Reddit because they, um, there's a bunch of people who like to put together a thread of what they're into this week. So I wanted to uh, give a shout-out to LilMo96. He says, I saw DJ talking about Atlanta, so I'll mention it here. It's different from anything I've seen before, and I'm a big fan. Having both that and Legion on TV at the same time is a gift. Truly original television. Yeah, both Legion and Atlanta have this weird, like, um, what's a, it's like almost stream of consciousness. Like, each episode can feel completely different than the one before it. Huh. Uh, and it's weird because, like, conceptually, plot-wise, they couldn't be more different. But, like, tone, they're very similar. They are. Uh, Danny, have you checked out either of those shows, Atlanta or Legion? Um, you know what? I'm stupid. I haven't because I'm a huge X-Men fan, and uh, I still haven't had a chance to watch Legion, even though I hear it's great. Oh. And uh, I'm a huge Donald Glover fan, and I haven't watched Atlanta yet. Uh, I, I, most I people, hear both are great. Yeah, if, both are great. I'm always surprised of how few people watch both of those shows when I feel like it'd be up it'd be up everybody's alley because it's really it's challenging but not in the sense that mm-hmm. it normally means it's just like when you watch it it's a show that kind of demands you not text during it and you're not that you are fully paying attention which yeah. all TV shows should be no. even though they're not like we we all text and do other things like we will cook while TV's on you no. know mm-hmm. uh, but these shows there's so much care and so much risk being taken to tell these stories like uh, Atlanta season two just wrapped up and it was a it was a phenomenal season it's better than season one and not that season one's bad in any yeah, way it's really good it just, but they, they upped the ante that much uh, man I can't recommend it enough and also Legion right now you say you're an X-Men fan there are mentions of not X-Men but X-Men elements yeah. I think that's ah. the vaguest I can put it yeah. and also the tr- most true if that's yeah. what it actually is it it is the most it's weirdly as weird and psychedelic and like trippy as it is it's almost one of the most grounded superhero stories you can get even though it's out there and yeah. they play with big ideas and sometimes silly concepts the way that they deal with certain elements and the way they're able to explore some powers uh, is amazing. Anyways, I don't want to spoil that because we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So I want to get into our spoiler-free review. But first, let's give a shout-out to our friends. Boy, I'm really excited to get on with the rest of this episode. But <clears throat> I'm feeling a little hungry. Yeah, me and too. I've got an answer for that, though. It's at home. But I'm going to also give a little shout-out to it because our listeners are going to need to listen to this because 
they sent me something really tasty and I cooked it. It was amazing. I'm talking about HelloFresh. Oh, yeah. A brand new sponsor for this podcast. They are amazing. If you guys are not familiar with the brand, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. And that is the truth because I got a delicious chicken dish. I'm going to talk about it later, but I was so proud of myself. I'm going to be honest, I'm not the strongest cook, but I did make it in the time frame they said. See? They gave me the pre-portioned ingredients. And you enjoyed it? I, I was so proud of myself. I had meals for, I had like, I'm going to be honest, I ate a little bit more than they told me to, but I had I had like three uh, extra meals out of it. Yeah. So that's not too bad, but guys, let's talk about some of the benefits here. They have three plans you can choose from. You have a classic, veggie, and family, and each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and hydrated, trusted sources. So guys, you're going to feel good about where this stuff is coming from, correct? Also, you can look forward to your HelloFresh delivery knowing dinner was just that much easier and feel confident when cooking HelloFresh with a simple recipe outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards. Guess who's a dummy? Sam. So this was super helpful because it was like, hey, you know what? You can go ahead and prepare that chicken and then throw that in the oven and that's going to take about 15 minutes to cook and while that cooks, go ahead and throw some of that. Uh, mine came with like a, a potato number and yeah. I, was, I was able to prepare that while also I could mm. throw that in the oven as well. I'm going to be honest, I did take a little bit longer than it than I took the full time it said. Yeah. But if it was someone was a little bit more experienced, they could make this baby in like fifteen minutes. They want people to feel confident when they make their exactly. meals. And also all the ingredients come pre measured and handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with each recipe and you won't spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take about thirty minutes. They do make it easy, which was amazing. Also, they come in like uh, you can get your multiple meals in one box. Yeah. Sometimes I got three meals in my box, but they split up each meal specifically in little baggies and so you can just like oh this baggie is one meal that's easy so i'll prepare these veggies prepare these meats and i'll get everything cooking and i'll have it ready in 30 minutes and it's delivered right to your door in recyclable insulated packaging that's amazing Mm -hmm. spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes in each week's box now i specifically cooked the italian chicken cutlets and they came with cheesy mashed potatoes and tomato zucchini jumbo mm. oh, that also, sounds like a pretty sexy meal if i'm being honest i felt i felt sexy making mm. it it was delicious and i don't want you guys to miss out so we have a very special we we called hello fresh yeah we got them on the horn mm-hmm. and we said hey our listeners they got, deserve this they they want to learn how to cook, and they want to they want to be able to do it in a timely fashion. Can you guys help us out? And they came through. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com slash Stupid30 and enter the code Stupid30. So just one more time, in case you missed it, in case you weren't. We got a deal of a lifetime here, so you better perk up, all right? You're going to get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, correct? Yes, and all you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash Stupid30 and then enter the code Stupid30. That's Stupid30. There it is. Easy peasy. Start eating right, boys and girls. Now back to the episode. All right. Enough dilly-dallying. Let's get into spoiler-free reviews for Deadpool 2. Now, Danny, I know you just got out of the theater. Just got out. You're walking out right now as you're talking (laughs) to us. I literally walked out, turned on my phone, and got on this podcast. (laughs) I I appreciate it, man. It it shows your dedication to getting your your thoughts out there for Deadpool 2. Because we want to know. We want to know what you thought. You have the freshest eyes on it. What do you think? The world has to know. I haven't had time to simmer on anything. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is fresh, uncut. What do you think? I... 
I loved it. I thought it was freaking awesome. A worthy successor to Deadpool, to the first Deadpool film. Um, I didn't like it as much as I liked the first Deadpool film. I think that uh, that it had a lot of really awesome, uh, a, re a lot of really awesome aspects, and it felt like an episode two in a series. Like I liked how everything felt so tied together uh, with the first one. Like the all the characters, pretty much all the, the main characters came back for the second one. And uh, yeah, I just, I had, a, I had a blast. My girlfriend was going crazy outside the theater because she's <laughs> literally read the Deadpool comics since she was uh, a little kid. So she was just stoked. <laughs> it was, uh, for me, so we were, we were lucky. We were able to get a press screening earlier this week. So I've kind of had some time to process it. And I saw it again <laughs> last night. Oh, we've been working hard on trying to get these press screenings. <laughs> Not easy, uh, uh, but we're, we're starting to get some contacts. But I, after the second viewing, this movie really started to like make sense more to me because I, yeah. I was kind of I was in the same boat as you I was like oh man I think maybe I romanticized how much I liked the first one or maybe the, just the memory sweetened over time of, of the first one but then yeah. on the second viewing this movie started to work more and more for for me and I think the best way I can like the best thing I can say about this movie is that in my head the first one and the second one are equal and that's kind of strange because I feel like either sequels get worse or better they never just stay the same mm -hmm. which yeah. is not a bad thing no. if the product if the first product was already really good it's uh, i had an analogy on another show but like i'll say it again it's just like uh it's kind of like ice cream that like every time you have ice cream ice cream doesn't become progressively better or better and better or worse and worse and worse every time you taste it it's like it's always <laughs> going to be good and that's what this movie feels like to me i feel like the emotional beats of this movie still saying spoiler free uh it was surprising how emotional this was and i think that help i think that's what makes this movie so memorable instead of just being a joke factory while yeah. it still is it still has emotional stakes and for me if you have like one sad scene with like between a couple i'll just be balling and like that's what i i definitely teared up both screenings uh when i got to see this and um, not only that, but the humor, the way they like the the twists and turns of the plot, mm -hmm. and Cable and Don Domino are fucking incredible. And I don't know where they go from here of what they could do, like what with those characters besides an X Force movie. But mm -hmm. I would be so interested to see, like I don't know, I I want to see them play with the other X Men cast. I want them in. I want all my characters in the MCU. But you know, whatever. You're never yeah. gonna get that. Um, but uh, DJ, let's throw to you. What did you think? Uh, well, you know, we, you may recall that I was not, I was a little on the fence with the first you Deadpool movie. You were spitting angry when we walked out of the No, when uh, uh, the first Deadpool, I liked elements of the first Deadpool movie, but it wasn't, uh, I wasn't as over the moon about it as a lot of people. And so for mm -hmm. me, uh, I enjoyed this movie significantly more. I liked, I thought the, the action was a lot tighter. Um, it was really used in really smart, engaging ways. Um, on with that the the they kind of like emphasize the physical humor more kind of like the slapstick you've got a character that's literally unkillable um that almost has the physicality of a, of a cartoon character so they do a lot of fun stuff with that um i'm with you i think cable and deadpool are two of my new favorite they're, they're characters that i've been ambivalent about in the comics but in this movie they're two of my favorite x-men characters now they're used nice. in, yeah they're used in uh, specifically domino has a sequence that is great it's probably one of my uh favorite sequences in the movie um there there is one or two uh fanboy moments in there for me as a, as a fan of the x-men from my youth that i did not expect in this movie mm -hmm. i also think this movie does a lot better job um just because it's it's that sense of they're more confident with what they're able to do now so mm -hmm. there's there's x-men continuity based jokes that 
so for one, there's some super deep cuts in there, like super, yeah. d- really, like not even just shockingly movies, specific, but like about, <laughs> but like specific comic book artist humor. Yeah, it's like who, mm-hmm. who's this for? But we laughed at it, so yeah. it's like it, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's for a, us, that's it's, who it's for. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke that goes over like ninety percent of the audience's heads, but that doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So, so I, it, it felt, it felt more confident. It felt more assured. It felt uh, the scripting felt tighter. There's still some wonky plot pacing stuff uh, but overall the script felt tighter i thought i thought um that for me the one-liners were still kind of hit and miss um but but again the physical humor was there the action was there and and i liked um the new characters they added julian dennison uh plays the kid uh-huh that's plays not russell russell he's yeah. in the trailers i won't say anything more beyond that because we're still spoiler free but he's great in hunt for the wilder people he's great here i'm super excited to it's see kinda, wherever he goes next it's kind of ricky baker from hunt for the wilder people but with powers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe a little ang- angrier a little angrier uh, definitely angry because the other one's just kind of sad and yeah. it's more like cocky and that actually now I want to watch Hunt for the Wilder People again. Yeah, it's so good. It's uh, Taika Waititi. If you like Thor Ragnarok and you like Julian Dennison, watch Hunt for the Wilder People. If you like Sam Neill from Jurassic Park, watch Hunt for the Wilder People. It's an amazing movie. If you like Sam Neill from Thor Ragnarok. From Thor Ragnarok, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's Odin. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, by the way, there's a tie. There's a connection between Thor Ragnarok and Deadpool 2, but that's a spoiler. And I've almost said what it was, <laughs> but I'm going to control myself. Yeah, uh, just man, you gotta, I, I'm looking forward to the spoiler section because I don't think I caught that. Oh, no, I didn't either. I had to go online and I had to like verify it through other people. I'm like, okay, so this is right. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's, uh, all I'll say is there's com- some cameos that we're going to talk about in the spoiler talk, which I'm very mm. excited about. Really smart with the ca- a lot of that humor, like again, like X Men references, cameos, stuff like that, really smartly executed. Peter. Spoiler free, we can just say Peter's the best. Yeah. Peter's the goddamn best. He's, Peter's a fucking champ. <laughs> Peter, Peter's a legend, man. He's yeah. a legend, and he brings up a good point about melanoma when he, he makes does. that joke. He does. It's a good joke. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And like, he, I think we can all agree that he's the real hero of this story. He definitely is. Yes. He's an MVP. I hope, I hope in the X-Force movie, he is the guy in the chair. He's the guy coordinating, mm-hmm. or he's just the guy who, like, Dopinder is the, he's at the, working at the bar yeah and you get and you get peter he's working at x-force how about this how about this i want to throw this out there i want to know what you guys think about this we merge you know fox goes over to disney all that jazz peter mm-hmm. becomes the new stanley peter like shows up in every movie that would be <laughs> great i would love that yeah he just like is always in the background like he's getting coffee with his kids he's yeah. at the zoo yeah. taking photos of all the animals his twitter account by the way if you are not following it's like peter w with a bunch of numbers like a, like a normal person getting a twitter account yeah. i think it's ver- i think he's verified now so fucking funny so oh my god you follow I'm him? following him right now. I had no idea You're this really, existed. Because Rob Delaney, the comedian who plays him, runs the account, and it's really? so, it's That's so funny. And also because he's like, uh, he blo- he always says like he quote tweets somebody saying asking him a question about Deadpool, uh, and he always says hashtag blocked, and like he's like, oh hashtag block Hugh Jackman for giving a positive review of Deadpool too. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Uh, but you know what? We're, we're kind of already starting to tease spoilers. So yeah, I yeah, think yeah. let's give our rating. Uh, let's give it. Let's give letter grades. I think that'll be the easiest for the, the kids at home who are listening to the podcast and they're sitting in their movie seat theater seats and the lights are going down. You don't want to do one of our fun little 
We've been called out a lot on them. Do you, well, have, have we been? Uh, yeah, 100%, because they're like, that's not how math works. And we're like, we know. Yeah. Uh, we know that's not how it works. So for Danny, if you don't know, we usually pick like a ran- we pick a random number from the movie. From the movie. And we rate from them. And uh-huh. it's always wrong. We do a letter grade associated with it, uh-huh. but it's always wrong. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, would, uh, do you have a number in mind? I know. Yeah, see, that's see, why I, 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 rely- I was trying to play around in my head. I was like, is there a number? And I can't, I can't think of anything. Uh, I can't think of a number because I just saw the movie. I don't know if, if this is accurate to what you guys do, but it also might be a spoiler, I guess, maybe. What are you thinking? Well, throw it out there. We'll let you know. Seven. Oh, yes. Okay. Out of seven. There you go. <laughs> even, uh, <laughs> even number for rating. Yeah. Uh, I'd give it a... I'd give it like a, a six. Out of seven, I think I oh, shocking. I also give it a six out of seven, like a like a B high B high B. Yeah, everyone's gonna be like, that's not a high B. No, I, a- hey, listen, we're having fun over here, kids. All right, high B, A minus maybe at times with some of like the the humor. Yeah, but Danny, what do you think? Out of seven, uh, yeah, I would have to give it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm aiming for the B B plus range, but yeah, six six point two for you. For you math people out there who are going to say that doesn't make any sense, that's okay. That's all right. Man, we're all on the same page. I if think you guys want to watch a math pod, or listen, watch a math podcast. Watch. If you guys want to listen to a math podcast, I'm sure there's something out there. Hey, are there math? Pod- I'm sure there's got to be oh, a math podcast. Oh, there's 100. There's there's podcasts that are hosted by like high up there lawyers who just talk about new things in law if you're listening at home tweet me some of those math podcasts i'm curious you're not gonna listen i'm not i'll listen to an episode maybe oh, there you yeah go. there you go i'm just curious uh, that that's fair but hey speaking about being curious let's hop into spoiler territory yes right now beep beep here it comes oh, yeah. here's beep, the spoilers beep. we're right we're right in the spoilers right now and three two one spoiler brad so pitt. brad pitt <laughs> is the vanisher and that's amazing uh that made me so happy but the the connecting point between Thor Ragnarok and um, this movie, yeah. Deadpool two, uh, when Cable comes back in time, and there's yes. those two random hillbillies just like talking about proper ways to wipe and clean your ass. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. one of them is clearly Alan Tudyk, like yeah. the other, the guy who's not talking so much, and that's awesome because if you guys are fan, I, the first thing that comes to my brain of thinking of what he's been in, uh, Rogue One, he's K two S O. Yeah, he was in uh, Serenity and Serenity. Firefly. He's a character actor that you've seen in everything. He is in. No. Oh, he's in most like Disney movies. For a second, I was like, yeah, I thought he was in Frozen. I think he is, but I, yeah. I can't think of a specific character. But the other guy is, if you remember a very popular cameo in Thor Ragnarok, that's Matt Damon. Uh, which he's just making the rounds, online. man. He's what? Make, yeah. He's in, he's that was Matt Damon? In so much makeup. Like in a crazy amount of makeup. Yeah. Which is amazing. Dude, Matt Damon, all he does now is cameos. He's just like, I don't need to do anything else. I'm just going to cameo and I mean, stuff. why not? Like, Josh Brolin's hopping in at the exact right time for superhero movies. He got to do Avengers Infinity War. And, yeah. like, regardless of opinion, I think overall, like, everyone enjoyed it, like, enough. Uh, but he got to be in a movie with all of his actor friends. And be in like in in probably the biggest movie out of all of them, so yeah. he has the biggest impact mm-hmm. for many reasons. Uh, and also, he gets to hop in and be in one of the funniest superhero movies to date. Yeah, as a character that's super interesting and has such a cool look to him that's very iconic. So it isn't. It was interesting to me watching it how long it took for the movie to actually touch on Cable. You know, you yeah. look at the, like he, he's an important part of the movie, but he's not in it as much as you'd think from the trailers. 
hundred percent agree. Uh, but uh, let's let's get into spoilers. Uh, yeah. I liked a lot of the emotional beats of this movie, like I said before. But all mainly because like with everything that happened with Vanessa, and also we were talking about this on a different show. But I like that with the time travel uh, post credit scene that like they kind of just erases. Vanessa being dead in a future movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Deadpool 3, she's just there. Yeah, I hope she's alive. That yeah. would make me really happy. And like, nobody acknowledges dude, yeah, it. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Because I was like, wait scene? a second, is she alive or is she dead? Is she going to be in the next one or is she not going to be in the next one? What what, what what just happened right there? I hope that it, everything still happens the same exact way. Yeah. Just like that ending fight scene, but he still got shot or he fakes it. I don't know. You know what? Whatever reason, uh, I think that means Deadpool 2, all the uh, all the events still happened, yeah. which is fine. But Vanessa still gets to be there because... Uh, and Peter. What's, and Peter. Yeah. And Peter gets to... I mean, of course, I want Peter to be back. Uh, and also Green Lantern never existed and, and a Weapon <laughs> X never happened. Yeah. So. That was my favorite. That was my favorite post-credit part. The part where he goes and, and kills Weapon 11. Yeah. And oh, my guys, God. For the listeners, mm-hmm. uh, we actually made a versus video of Dead. It was the first one we did. It was Deadpool fighting uh, Weapon 11 from the X-Men Origins movie. So that, 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 that specific moment had a very special place in my heart. There you go. It was a shout out to you guys. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh-huh. they're paying homage to us. Uh, he was wearing. You guys couldn't. You couldn't tell, but he had an Ismahawk T-shirt on. But yeah. he was in the shadow, mm-hmm. so it's a little hard to tell. But it, obviously, that was clearly a nice shout out. I yeah. appreciate. I appreciate them doing mm-hmm. that. I uh, yeah. tip in their hat. But also, there was supposed to be uh, two other possible post-credit scenes, which we've talked about. They've made their rounds on the internet now. But um, that one of the times that he time jumps is that he goes back and kills baby Hitler. Classic. But I think I, I think people like laughed at it, but didn't play like maybe the way they wanted to. I mean, he's to. murdering a baby. Yeah. So it was just like, you yeah, know, maybe this... We pull this one. Oh, but everyone liked when Thanos deleted half the universe. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, most of those were babies. Yeah. Um, no one thought about that, did they? Uh, but they also another one was supposed to be that they were going to show more auditions for X Force, which I would have been down for. And one of so them, down for one idea really early on was going to be uh, Johnny Storm, but Chris Evans Johnny Storm from the Fantastic Four for a second. But I don't think that went anywhere. I don't even think they they pitched it. But that's such a funny idea. That would have been amazing. Dude, but I'm oh a well. huge Chris Evans fan. Yeah. Like, I, I've, I've been a fan of Chris Evans since freaking Not Another Teen Movie. So <laughs> nice. I remember when he got cast as Human Torch, I was like, oh my God, I, hate, I have no interest in the Fantastic Four whatsoever. But I'm a huge Chris. I, 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 I like this guy and everything I've seen him in so far. I can't wait to see this movie. And that movie tanked. Then he became Captain America. And then and obviously it's been this whole thing so to see him come back as the human torch would have been so so freaking funny they could so like i'm glad they considered it though maybe they'll do it for the next one i wouldn't mind like they they had the most marvel references of anything ever winter soldier thanos yeah. uh, there's others yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, and, I couldn't and more hawkeye. And more hawkeye there yeah. you go these tumors yeah. give me a bow and arrow and basically <laughs> hawkeye <laughs> uh the, one of my favorite jokes though is when uh julian dennison's like like going through his prison wallet to yeah. get the pen for the first time and you hear wade say like <laughs> i can hear you rummaging around <laughs> back there <laughs> i i really liked uh it this this movie really goes for having some heart. It tries to have like an emotional through line and some heart. And mm-hmm. and for the most part, I think it works. However, I don't know that the Deadpool movies are as equipped to handle that stuff as other movies are. But uh, but I liked uh, I liked that they went for it. Um, I was a little bit bummed when they killed Vanessa because it was like, really, you're gonna do you're gonna fridge the main girlfriend? Like, come on, guys! Like like you're trying to be so irreverent 
other places you can't mess with the, like the formula a little bit which is again why i'm very much on board with having them just reverse that and time travel it also led to a james bond intro which was fucking amazing yeah it was one of my favorite bits in the whole movie when they because i knew i hadn't seen the celine dion video but i known it had happened yeah and so they cut to that i'm like this is fantastic like giving <laughs> deadpool his own his own james bond intro with all its little jokes and then the credits are like reacting to her death it also gets one of the most intense like just for me still the one of the most uh, one of the most intense scenes is when he grabs the guy and he rolls both of them in front of the truck that's Mm -hmm. that right got me right in the the pit of my stomach it definitely surprised me uh and uh i did have a segue to (laughs) oh okay so we talked about the auditions and i wanted to bring up x-force because another one of my favorite scenes is wade on the billboard after he's crashed yeah turning and looking and just seeing x-force just spinning in circles in the air (laughs) it's so fucking funny that like that's such a little joke it's just a small thing it's like there's a wind advisory in effect it's like that shit that means literally jack shit to anybody who doesn't know like skydiving rules yeah and also in every movie that would never affect anybody yeah. like any action movie yep. they're like who gives a shit about a wind advisory but it's like it's a big fucking deal you should have come in from the other direction so that the wind wouldn't have you know fucked you up that actually might be <laughs> one of my favorite set of sequences the interviewing x-force uh. then the fate of x-force and then <laughs> and then that leads directly into domino's big luck sequence which is awesome like the whole yeah. that whole truck raid is just great it's so cool great. There's so much creativity there, and I can't I can't believe they shot shots of Bedlam and Shatterstar doing fights just to do just to just to fuck with us. Yeah, that's the perfect reason you should have a trailer is to lie to us so yeah. that we are totally caught off guard when you do an awesome thing like and that. And you and you cast people that you got Terry Crews and is it Louis Tan? Louis Tan. Yeah, people that people care about the guy Pennywise, a Zeitgeist. Yeah, you played Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard. Yeah, like Danny, did you have a favorite uh, member of X Force? R.I.P. Uh, oh, so is does Domino not count? Sure, because it's definitely Domino. Easily, <laughs> man. I gotta say that uh, first off, the way that she was integrated into the story, the the making fun of her powers, hilarious. Uh, I I loved her her behavior, her aesthetic, the way that she fought, uh, and I actually I have Vitiligo on my hands, um, which is uh, the the way that they designed her her like spot around her eye usually it's like makeup or whatever right yeah uh but they they made it like vitiligo which is like a skin condition that a a percentage of the population has that i don't know what that percentage is but it's it's people have it let's just say Uh, 85 percent yeah 85 percent of the population (laughs) and it but like they they basically gave her that uh that was instead of like it being paint or a tattoo or anything like that it was vitiligo and i thought that was really really cool because i've never seen that in a movie before that they uh they would represent that 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 skin condition in a really cool and unique way um and uh, and so like the whole time i was just like that's freaking awesome man yeah. so 100% no it was and it was cool that a lot of the stuff that like were some firsts for not only superhero movies but like a lot of movies in general like it was cool yeah. that this movie was a vessel for that like having a character with vitiligo just and it was but it was also like subtle it was just something that she lived mm-hmm. with and like but also she kind of has a carefree attitude about life because if luck is your superpower your life can't be that bad like yeah. you, can, yeah. you can get away with a lot of stuff but also uh, I didn't know this until this morning but uh, Yukio and Negasonic's relationship is the first LGBTQ plus 
uh, relationship in a superhero movie that was yeah. shown on screen, wow. which is awesome. And also, it's one of my favorite jokes: the Same. Hi Wade, Hi Yukio. Yeah. And it's oh like, oh my god, I love that. It's so it's so cute and it's so harmless. It's just like Hi Yukio. Yeah. It's so there's literally nothing harmful about that joke. It's just something kind of sweet. Yeah. That's happening. I I really liked how this movie. Oh, wh- real quick before I jump into that, Sam, do you have a favorite uh, other than Peter and Domino? Do you have a favorite X Force member? Be- Bedlam looked like he was gonna be really cool. <laughs> like Bedlam looked like he, that was a really helpful power because they like he looks super strong yeah. and, and disrupting like electrical forces. Like you can give you like a stroke or a seizure. It's like whoa, that's like badass. Yeah. And he and and to be fair, he might not be dead, but he probably yeah. is for the sake of the joke because he's getting CPR at the end. Yeah. So he could. He could be okay, but he's probably not. I like, feel bad for the like the one hardcore Shatterstar fan because Shatterstar has been enough of a part of legit straight up X Force that I know there's a group of like devoted fans of that character that are that a little just, sad that just did not get what they want. You were gonna get a Shatterstar movie, like I, I mean, <laughs> the fact that you got anything. Yeah. Be, and also he got a great moment. It was like, oh, you got Mojo World, so he's a fucking alien. Why? He's like, I means I'm better than you. I was like, okay. Yeah. And like, and of course he <laughs> dies because his fucking hair gets in the way of his face. It's so funny. They and give him the full costume. They do. And when he jazz. jumps out of the plane, he's got like a weird like anime stance. And yeah. He's having a great time. Louis Tan's a really impressive actor, and it is a bummer you don't get to see any of his fighting in this movie particular. Yeah. In, in particular, but hey, whatever. No, but I liked the way they... It was used... a good joke, though. It, it was. was, was <laughs> it was joke. worth it to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I really liked the way they used X-Men continuity. Like, they actually you go into the mansion this time, Wade and Professor mm-hmm. X's chair. One of my favorite jokes in the whole movie is like, yeah, where are the main X-Men? And they're just... all The whole cast of the first class cast is like... In another room, and I'm like, okay, close the door. They definitely shot that while they were filming the new Dark Phoenix movie. And I'm like, yeah. All right, going to close the door. Uh-huh. They're having cake or something? Like, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, that was such a good joke because, like, a co- come on, you guys don't have money for them just to come over for a second. Yeah. For one shot. And they did. <laughs> they did. He's right there. And also, it's a good joke. It's like, where the fuck is anybody? Yeah. Like, it's only <laughs> Colossus, Negasonic, and Yukio yeah. who are in this mansion. Is Yukio from the comics? I'm not She's from- Surge. She oh did. whoa! Well, yeah. That's an interesting take on Surge. Yeah, so that's why she has the electrical chain, the chain yeah. whip, because usually the whip she can make out of electricity. Got it. Got uh, it, got it. I mean, it doesn't mean she's specifically Surge, but that's what a lot of people were saying because it's like an electrical whip. Uh, she's in, from Asian descent. It kind of it lined up, but okay. they just didn't give her a name. Got it. Got it. Got like it. I don't know if Negasonic has a name. Like I think we just call her the longest fucking name in the world. Yeah. So who knows? She's uh, definitely got a name. Like what? What her real name? I think is Sinead uh, O'Connor. Yeah. Yep, that's Justin what it Bieber. is. You Justin got it. Bieber. Hit the nail yeah. on the head. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was cool to see them like be able to represent so many people in in a way that was like respectful, but also it just it's it just works in the movie. It's just like yeah. this is this mm-hmm. how the movie is. There's not like yeah. too much focus on it, but also it's not being pushed to the side. It's just like it is how the movie is playing out, and I thought that was very cool of them to do. And also, I like that Colossus and Wade somehow just have a relationship of like Colossus really believes that Wade can be a good person, yeah, and he just gets fucked over at every turn because yeah. Wade is <laughs> Wade's Wade. Yeah, I also like this gave me something, and this was not the coolest action sequence in the whole movie, but it was one of those times where I just couldn't believe I was seeing a movie where this happened. Growing up as a kid. Like, I have an old VHS, you know, before the the classic X-Men series that most of us grew up with in the 90s, there yeah. was a, uh, there was a, like a failed pilot 
uh, animation pilot, and they sold it as a VHS, and I have it. And of course, it has Colossus versus Juggernaut. And in the 90s animated series that was successful, there's Colossus versus Juggernaut. There's at least 50 different comics where it's like the cover is Colossus and Juggernaut fighting. And uh, it's just something I never, I'd let go of. And right before the movie, I, I, we were on New Rockstars, and, and they mentioned that like maybe Juggernaut's in it. And he shows up, and he looks dope. And, and again, not the best fight in the, because it's just two CGI dudes throwing each other so it's not the most impressive thing mm. but the little kid inside of me was so stoked to finally see colossus throw down with juggernaut in a movie and they were throwing down yeah they literally were like, they were oh, like so good it was yeah. and it was crazy how like he like snapped juggernaut's fingers and he yeah. calls him like a fucking commie something like <laughs> they like they really like take digs at each other which is uh imp- weird it, yeah. it, it, like it was i was happy about it but it was also just like Kind of unsettling, I guess. I don't yeah. know, but in a good in a good way. Uh, but Danny, I'll throw to you. What were some of the highlights for you for like action? Because you guys direct a lot of like hand to hand the fighting sequences, but also you have like I know you have the Green Arrow versus Hawkeye video. So you guys, you, yeah. you're familiar with action. Yeah, How, we, might, we dabble what, a little bit. What was uh, a scene that stood out to you? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say the Juggernaut. Uh, the Juggernaut. Colossus fight. Really quick though, that scene had me freaking squealing too. As soon as I see Juggernaut come out of that out of that train or out of that uh, out of that uh, the truck, yeah. I was like, "What? They freaking put Juggernaut in this movie?" I was losing my shit, dude. I was so freaking over the moon because the only Juggernaut we've gotten in an X Men movie was from X Men Three, and that is not the Juggernaut I wanted to see. No, no, that was so, a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so this one I was just freaking so stoked about. Uh, I think that my favorite action scene, though, man, uh, it's gotta be it's gotta be when Domino was taking the tra- uh, taking the truck. It was pretty. That's pretty impressive because also the way that like there's a lot of planning that obviously had to go into that for like that to all work out yeah. the way that mm-hmm. they wanted yeah. it to. But also I think for me my two favorite is her other fight scene where it's more hand to hand. It's closer, so you can see the way that she like the way luck affects other people around her. Where she kind of like yeah. she gets the luck and everybody else gets at the worst fucking luck possible. Like one dude just trips and breaks his neck on a on a pole while yeah. another guy stabs himself. One guy gets yeah, decapitated. Man, it's super violent, and the kids yeah. are just like cheering in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but also uh, Cable and Deadpool teaming up to take on the pedophiles in the nursing shoes. Like, yeah. such a fucking funny description, but not wrong. Yeah. Uh, but that fight between, like, he's like, oh, I guess I'll use this brick. And it's just like, yeah, yeah it's like, he's a capable fighter. He was in the military, so he is a joke machine, but he's he can also fight. Like, yeah. there's a reason why he has swords and guns, like, because he can, he can, he's formidable and also cable to like, mm-hmm. them doing like back-to-back fighting yeah. uh, sequences this also feels a lot like john wick the way the action was working. yeah because uh uh david leach is it like in the credits it says the one half of the guys who killed a dog and john wick yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so that that was that, a lot of the action in it was really cool cable's introduction uh, i liked cable's his fight sequence in the prison um i like that a lot um yeah that whole truck sequence is amazing uh again a lot of the fights were really solid it was a really yeah. it was a really good action one of the uh speaking of that final fight with the pedophiles um uh, <laughs> Go on. when he's when he's you facing, mean that x-men fight with the pedophiles yeah, yeah. Uh, x-men versus the pedophiles exactly classic um when when he's confronting russell a little easter egg and his suit gets burned it looks an awful lot like his x-force suit x-force 
X Force suit. The gray with the red yeah. Yeah. trimmings. Uh, also, I like the nod to like Professor X. He was like, So you have that helmet so your, bro- your brother can't read your mind? He's like, Yeah, but he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> so it evens out. It's like, yeah, Juggernaut's an asshole. <laughs> also, I like that there's a tease that he's not dead, that he gets out of the water at the end. So yeah. it's like, cool. So if you want another Juggernaut anything, I do. he's still there. Yeah. yeah. Also, fun reference, in the comics, Juggernaut is usually partnered with Black Tom, and Black Tom's in this movie. They don't team up, but I don't really that's, You get that. the greatest joke, because also hearing the name Black Tom, especially like nowadays with everything, it's just like, huh, weird name. And yeah. it's like, that, that's, <laughs> it's a great joke. It's like Black Tom. It's like White Wade Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go any further, let's take a quick stop and say hey to our buddies at Beachbody. Please do. All right. So many exciting things to talk about with Deadpool. But hey, one thing I think we can all admit about uh, Mr. Wade Wilson is he's a fit boy. He's so fit. Yeah. He's tight. Exactly. And you know what? You got to be do when you do your flips. Josh Brolin, all the work he's been doing to get... 50 plus and he's and he's healthier than I've ever been. So if you want to be healthy like those boys and girls in Deadpool 2, you might want to check out our pals at Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On, on demand. demand. Beachbody On, on demand. demand. What? What? Beachbody Beach On Demand. demand. Beachbody Beach On Demand. <laughs> Talk about them. Beachbody On Demand is an easy to use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. I can attest to that i use it i've become a lot healthier because of it it has a history of success it is the company behind p90x insanity 21 day fix t25 brazil butt lift hip hop ads three week yoga retreat and so many more it has the best trainers people like sean t shailene johnson tony horton and autumn calibres it has hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts. So no matter what training level you're at, what fitness level you're at, there is an option for you. And it's awesome because if you, it just depends on your schedule too. You can plan this out however you'd like. Workouts are can be as short as 10 minutes and they don't even require any extra equipment. You can do it anywhere and anytime. And there's a huge support community of over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. It is the best deal in fitness so for me i like to use uh shift shop that's your i think that's your go-to that's my go-to you that's tried a couple of them but i feel like that's the one you always come back well to. i started with 10 minute trainer talking about the short programs i started with 10 minute trainer because i wanted to get into a pattern of working out and once i did that i started uh stepping up more and my go-to for a while now has been shift shop because uh, i'm a creature of habit all right and uh I, I like that one because it has some weight training in there some of the lifting of the weights it has some uh some cardio it has a little bit of everything to just get you into to a better fitness pattern. That's very cool. I'm still doing my yoga, and I'm boy, I've never been more flexible. And yeah. I, I love that I can use it on any device. I like when technology can be really intuitive and yeah. I can use it in different ways. So I stream it to my TV. So I have like my yoga there. But since Absolutely. you have to turn around a lot when you're doing yoga, because I can't, I'm. I'm flexible. I'm more flexible, yeah. uh, but I'm not like I'm not a pro yet. They Don't tell yourself short, week. man. You've been doing like backflips and splits coming into the host today. But I mean, it, it, imagine if I was a pro. Yeah, um, that'd be incredible. But no, I I love that I can stream it to my TV, but also have it on my computer on my other on the other side. That yeah. way, I can watch it in both places and be and not be out of the loop. Absolutely, it's just cool. You can get it on your phone, you can get it on your TV, smartphone, anything you want. It's truly incredible. And guys, we're gonna challenge you. If you guys, you should go download this now because we have a very special offer. For for our listeners. Mm-hmm. And when you guys do, let us know what you sign up for, and maybe we can think about joining it too. We can make a yeah. big game out of it. That'd be amazing. But 
we really want you to try this service because it's super convenient. It's got a great price, and we got a great deal for you. Here we go. Right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership. <gasps> free. It's my favorite price point. That is amazing. So special free trial membership when you text. So whip out your phones right now if you're driving. Pull over. Put it in park. Turn off the car. And text stupid to... 30, 30, 30, 30. That's 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform for free. That's all the workouts, all the nutrition information, and all of the support totally free. Again, just text STUPID to 303030. Now back to the show. Yeah, so uh, we're talking about spoilers here. Let's talk about some of the tweets we got. Some from over, some from, 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 from. Go on. <laughs> How about Maggie Whitmer? Shout out again at Magmouseketeer. Mad Mouseketeer. Man, I'm a dipshit. Uh, she wrote, <laughs> what was your favorite fourth wall break in this movie? Danny, do you have one on the tip of your tongue? Oh, man. Favorite fourth wall break? Because I think they kind of... They, while also breaking the wall pretty often with some of the jokes they were kind of offhand, there weren't so many just straight-to-camera fourth wall breaks, as I remember. Besides, yeah. the best one for me was the Logan music box where he's impaled on this twig. That that was a good joke. You also, also, you also referenced one uh, where when when they first uh, hint at Juggernaut. Oh, it's so good. He's like, yeah, he's down there right next to a big bowl of foreshadowing. Yeah, I think that was a good one. <laughs> That was, uh, uh, I, I, I get why he's better at delivering that line than me. <laughs> uh, it was a good joke, but what about you, Danny? Oh, man. I, I gotta say, I think whenever, anytime you throw through shade at other superheroes, I can't, I can think of, like, a couple of them, but I feel like it's just that, the act of poking fun at Marvel and DC and Fox as well. Like, there wasn't, you know... Everyone was a casualty. There were there were no uh, no survivors. You know, he's like, yeah, Thanos, Winter Soldier. This is almost Batman. as dark as a DC movie. Yeah. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I mean, I'm Batman it, probably was my favorite, honestly. It was such a good joke. And also during that scene, just coming back to action for a second, when they you see Wade play with the gun, like in shooting Cable with like he turns it all the way up to nine to see what it does. That was such a great example of like what Cable what Cable's gun is capable of. Yeah. Which is like it can do different things. It can shoot single rounds or he could like ramp it up and he could take down a wall if you yeah. wanted to. Too, which is really cool. Yeah, that whole prison yeah. sequence is a really cool. It's, that prison looks straight out of Face Off. Which, uh, if you guys haven't seen Face Off, good lord, it's, it's one of the best movie. movies of all time. Uh, also, I like that Domino seems a little bit more overpowered than Cable, even though Cable's got a lot of powers. They definitely had to dumb down his powers, which is totally fine because he can do basically anything in the comics. I was also interested that they didn't, they didn't make any jokes about of how about how stupid complicated his history is. It's so complicated. Yeah, which I mean, maybe they will in this. Hey, he's got like at least one more movie where they can fuck with him. Yeah, so. either an X-Force or if they do a Deadpool 3 or whatever. Um, it was interesting with Domino 2 because it was great in this movie, but I don't... If you were in a more straight-faced movie and a more, like, normal function... Like, less of a cartoon, yeah. it's like, I don't know how you do those powers because they are really, like, useful. Those luck powers are crazy useful. Yeah, no, they're super... Like, it's like, I love when he says, like, oh, keep using your imaginary powers. Like, yeah. how are you in there already? You shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, but, oh, we didn't, we didn't bring this up, but the joke about Rob Liefeld not being able to draw feet. That was one of my favorite jokes. Yeah, and I think Rob Liefeld fucking lost his shit in the seats because uh, does he know he draws little Peter Pan elf feet that he can't draw like he draws dudes who are roided out to shit yeah to sh- 
it's insane. Yeah. But he's he the he, biggest, most muscular dudes you've ever seen in your life. Like disproportionate. Like no. so many more muscles than any human body could handle. Mm-hmm. Like bones would break when they flex their muscles. Yeah. Anyways, but he can't draw all the toes inside the shoes. Like yeah. they always come out <laughs> as like little arrows. Also, hands. He sometimes struggles with hands. He put those hands in those pockets. Yeah. So you better uh, put those hands in the. Make him grip in something. So my <laughs> my favorite new creation of his is the pouch. The pouch. Oh, Danny, have you seen the pouch? No, I haven't seen the pouch. What is this pouch you speak of? On, it's a new superhero. It's everyone's favorite. Every kid's going to get this action figure as soon as they can. Actually, I would definitely get an oh, action 100%. figure of this. If you go onto his uh, tw- uh, Instagram, that'd probably yeah. be the easiest way to find it. Rob Leefield. Uh, it's the pouch is just a superhero because he always gets shit for creating characters with like millions of pouches. So this character is all pouches. It's like... It's like if, oh if my like, god! I just looked him up. Yeah. His, his head is a pouch. Yeah, yeah. like every part. <laughs> his gun's a pouch, and it shoots little pouches. It's so cute. It's so funny, and I'm glad he can like play in on that joke. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we have uh, another question here from Damien V at Tortured X Genius. Uh, being that the X Force movie is inevitable, what would you like the story to be, and what characters would you want in it? Also, I love this podcast thanks um yeah so we know currently they're working on an x-force movie um how i mean who knows how whatever merger is going to happen how that would affect um that um but it was interesting because i i i'm a big fan of rick remender's x-force run and if you're not yeah yeah if you're not familiar that's uh wolverine it's a wolverine led team with deadpool psylocke archangel one of my favorite x-men ever phantom x um uh, Deathlock's on it for a minute, um, uh, weirdly. But it's just a really classic run. Um, and so I, I was kind of looking forward to that, maybe. However, they kind of have a lineup at the end of this movie with Cable, Domino, Deadpool, Russell, and Colossus. Uh, and I wouldn't, that's, I wouldn't be against that either. I mean, either. No, there's a, they have a cool lineup for what X-Force could be in the future. But if you want to... Let's introduce some more characters. Like, bring Olivia Munn over to do uh, Psylocke. Like, actually yeah. give her her dues. And also, Phantom X could be... He's got, like, the weird world mind yeah. vehicle, whatever thing he has. Whatever that is. Yeah. He's such a complicated character, but he's also very interesting. He's kind of like a like a James Bond-esque spy. Yeah. He's French, too, so you get the accent. Sexy accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, like all of our sexy Western United States accents. <laughs> humble brag yeah uh, <laughs> well especially since a lot of the classic x-force characters are new mutants and so they're also making a new mutants movie so you can't really Ooh, do they fuck that up huh uh, you can't really do sunspot and wolfsbane and all that other stuff because they're doing another thing over there they're wrapped up um i wouldn't mind those characters uh but also just so you guys know x-force movie is in the works by drew goddard yes who's who, great who wrote The Martian and he directed Cabin in the Woods yes. and co-wrote I think with Josh Whedon. Uh, Cabin in the Woods was awesome yeah. dude. Exactly Cabin right. Cabin in the Woods is great and then he also uh, was the showrunner for a hot second on Daredevil. He That's his vision. The way that yeah. show looked in at least the first season that was the way he planned for it to look yeah. which is, which is amazing. Hey we rewatched it recently it's really good. Yes. But uh, Danny yeah. Dig deep in that X-Men knowledge. Who? What kind of characters? Hey, even if they're already in movies right now, yeah. who would you like to see pop up in an X-Force movie? I mean, I've never been a huge uh, huge X-Force. Like, I, I never read any X-Force books, so I'm not going to pretend like I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, geez. Uh, 
I mean, the character in the X-Men universe that I've been wanting to get his dues for the longest time, and I don't think it's ever going to happen, but it's it's Nightcrawler. I feel like we got a little bit of him in X-Men 2, and then they just cut him out of the rest of the X-Men movies. Then we got him in uh, Apocalypse, and I wasn't really a big fan of what they did with him in there. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, a more epic Nightcrawler. That'd be cool. He does have, like, one of the coolest sequences in all of it. X movie history with the White House raid in X2. It was an epic scene. Yeah, yeah, uh, it'd be cool to get more of them. And also, you can get some good Deadpool humor with him accidentally teleporting someone in a wall, and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh no, yeah. like wait, oh, we didn't even mention Juggernaut uh, ripping Wade in half. Yeah, fucking, it, it was, and it's also a, it leads to a great like basic instinct joke, which no kid understood. Yeah, but anyone who vaguely has seen one basic instinct movie, you got the joke of what it is. Yep. Also on the rewatch, you definitely see his little baby penis, and it's super weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's super fucking. That was also a good callback to my favorite joke from the first movie, which is the baby hand. The baby, oh, it, the you got to up the ante, so yeah. you got to do uh, baby dick, baby leg, yeah. but also baby yeah, legs. He's shirt cocking it. Yeah, it's, what he says like it's you gave birth anally and then you, you said nope I'm done <laughs> uh, Is, uh, has Gambit ever been a member of the X-Force uh, no not traditionally although hey man Channing Tatum wants to do it dude he wants to do dude, it so bad dude that would be uh, such a good way to incorporate like introduce Gambit in this movie kind of like what Civil War did with Black Panther and then spin him off into his own movie and just do it that way Come on, Fox. We it, believe in you. It's we interesting. Know you, we know you can do it. Yes, exactly. And that's actually a great pitch because I know like they have to be at least talking about a cable movie or a domino movie right now. Even though yeah. they have X-Force planned, there's no way they're not talking about it. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting that the characters that get their own spinoff movies are definitely the <coughs> kids that were directly marketed to 90s kids like me. Like Wolverine, Gambit, Deadpool. It's like, yes, please. Yes, oh. give it. Give them. Give uh, yes. What I wanted, I, I would have loved to have them do more of the interviews and like have Channing Tatum as Gambit in there have uh, have uh, David Haller from Legion just like really have Chris Evans as Human Torch like really really go for it yeah. in that bit because it's such a good bit it is you could do whatever you want and your like, name's Sightguy so you have like your finger on the pulse of, oh no I spit acid no, no, yeah. I spit I, I vomit up acid it's like <laughs> you want me to show you it's like no no I don't I don't no but you're in <laughs> yeah <laughs> which also the best line in the movie is when Peter's like no I just saw the ad thought it looked fun yeah. And then it's Wade's response. He's like, "You're in," yeah. and it's like it's this perfect balance. Like, no. Yeah, because he's so pissed. But and also, Dopender I did enjoy throughout this movie. But Wade's line there is so good. It's such a perfect delivery of like, it's like, of course, yeah. like why wouldn't Far Peter be, yeah. be a part of this team? That's like, not even a question. Yeah. <laughs> also, Peter gets my best visual gag, which is just him skydiving. That shot of him skydiving in his like serious face with the wind shooting through his mustache. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's just not. It just it's so funny. And of course, Peter's the one that lands. Like mm-hmm. he gets fucked, but like yeah. he's somehow the only one that doesn't land in a. But he also, gets, he also gets the most violent death, yeah, kind it's, of. It's, I, not it's great. either wood chipper or being melted with acid. Yeah, yeah. Because at least Shadowstar was quick. It looked like Vanisher didn't look like he was quick. No, he got like no. Kid. Vanisher suffered yeah, before he died. But they hey. killed Brad Pitt gloriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, if, that, you know that's crazy that Brad Pitt's been in a Marvel movie now yeah. with Matt Damon, Ryan Reynolds, Josh Brolin. Do you know that that's the, that's the cast of this movie? Yep. Weirdly, Jeez. Julian Dennison. <laughs> yeah. We got. So I was thinking about this idea for uh, for a for the the if they ever made a Deadpool three and this acquisition where Disney like it officially goes through and Disney actually does own uh, Fox and all that stuff. 
Like, the third movie is just Deadpool trying to become an Avenger, and you have a bunch of Avengers cameos in there, but the whole thing ends with Deadpool being like, you know what, fuck this, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this anymore, but, like, just have that be the arc of the story. That'd be uh, great. I think it could make for a really funny, really meta, uh... Kind of joke. I was thinking about that on the drive home. I would love that. And also, he is fully aware of all the X-Men movies that happened before. Like yeah. He's 100% aware of that. And now the, he's part of the uh, MCU, so I'd like him to play off of like Tony Stark. And mm-hmm. also, that amount of sass in one room might not be – it might be too much for any human to bear. But yeah. I want to see it. And you also you could also get like Colossus trying to be like, but what about the X-Men? And Deadpool's like, no, the Avengers make way more money. Yeah. All right? I'm going to definitely try – the last Avengers movie made a billion dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Man, what are you talking about? Also, Spider-Man, Deadpool team up. I don't know if I want that little child Peter Parker to be <laughs> hanging around Ryan Reynolds, but I definitely think that's how they would do it. If, if you did have an MCU crossover, it makes more sense to me that you would have some of the Avengers show up in a Deadpool movie, but you would never ever have Deadpool show up in one of those kids-friendly Marvel mm-hmm. movie like <laughs> Avengers movies. Like he never. Maybe he's in the background at some point, but he does not show up. Like, <laughs> Disney will not allow that. I, yeah. Hey, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. You could get him to say some kid-friendly fourth wall breaking Also, jokes. if we had Deadpool in there with the deep meta references they make, that might be the closest we ever get to seeing one of those Netflix defenders show up in a, like, for a one-off joke, Punisher shows up or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I, hey man, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, that's I'm on the same I'm in the same boat. Oh, we have another tweet here from uh, just you just Eugene is fine at Eugene. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to mess up your last name, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, how bummed are you that we're never going to get a Wolverine versus Deadpool movie? And I think DJ had a good response. Yeah, to we, this. we got it. It was awful. Yeah, it was called uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. It was real bad. There was like 20 mm-hmm. minutes of fighting at the end of it where you got exactly what you just asked for. Yeah, it it's real bad. This is what the studio did, and it was bad. It was bad. So <laughs> guess you got it, and and it, you know what? It's the same actors too. It was Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And it was real bad, and we can all move on with our lives. <laughs> uh, wait, but Danny, how badly do you want that? Are you okay? You think Hugh Jackman's allowed to rest now and do musicals about uh, bad circus people? Uh, yeah, you know, so I'm actually working on a client job where it's the, the job is completely surrounding that movie. It's just funny that you bring that up. Oh, the, um, the, the showman? Greatest showman. Yeah, yeah I'm doing a visual effects project. That's, that's basically they want that aesthetic. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> as far as... As far as, like, a, a Deadpool versus Wolverine, I, I honestly, man, I wanted to see Hugh Jackman. I, I was hoping he would at least just appear as Hugh Jackman. Not as, as Wolverine, but appear as Hugh Jackman and then see, like, Deadpool, like, be like, come on, dude, let's fight. And he's just like, no, I'm just an actor. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, get, get out of here. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. That part of my life is over. He, like, signs Deadpool's, uh, you know, his sword or something. Like, I would be... M- I would be more on board with that than having a movie dedicated just to, just to that crossover. Because I think I've, I've gotten enough Wolverine. You know, we've gotten what thirteen years of him. Oh yeah, and he's been in like every one. He's yeah. been in yeah. every one of those X Men. Even movies. that X Men Apocalypse for n- literally zero fucking reason. Like yeah. he did not need mm-hmm. to be. It was like, wait, we're gonna need to steal these X Men. Why? Shut up. <laughs> and then they go there. I X-Men, did. And then Wolverine kills all of them I, for no reason. Yeah, you're right. 
it's very gratuitous, but it was cool to see Wolverine in the full Weapon X like headgear thing. For like, you, for, for '90s kids, yeah. for '90s kids, they were they lost their goddamn minds over it. I did. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> lost my goddamn mind when I saw that. When I saw that, that was, was the only part I liked about Apocalypse. Hey, what about that Quicksilver scene? It was real cool. Hey, I mean, Quicksilver is always cool. They, yeah. they found go. a way to make Quicksilver cool. Quicksilver is always cool Fox. in the X Men movies. In the X Men movies, not the Avengers. No. Come on, let's be honest, and not in comics normally. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a jerk in comics. He, and like jerks and not the fun nice. jerk. He's no, just kind of a He's an asshole. Yeah. He's a Isn't real Isn't it weird how they can do that? Yeah. Just like turn this B-list character that you don't care about at all and just make him your favorite part of the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's like they wanted to make a really cool Flash movie and then that probably is not going to happen and that really hurts my heart like a lot. Yeah, we should have a whole podcast just about that, man. I could talk about that for days. How sad <laughs> it's going to be. Man, we oh man, okay. So I've been I've had a couple long drives. Here's a pitch for a future episode of this podcast. Okay, here we Danny, go. If you're free, we'll have you come on. We oh, want I'm 100% in. We uh oh oh dope. I don't even have to pitch it. But yeah. basically, we had came up with pitches for how you could uh reboot the DCEU. Bro. But, dude, it's I have the I have we came up with a pitch and my idea is that you start out with the Flash. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, go back and listen to that episode if you want more. And but I oh, I flushed it out more. Okay. I ha- I, ha- I flushed it out, not flushed it out. I flushed it out. Uh-huh. And it it has some really cool elements taken from the George Miller uh, canceled Justice League movie, nice. but also from a lot oh, of great. other cool aspects that I think would be fun and be fun to do a, like a table read of this idea, and we can kind of play around with it. Anywho, different movie, different genre, uh, different universe, different everything, different everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't need a Wolverine versus Deadpool movie, yeah. I didn't say, but uh, I don't need that. You get plenty of uh, the verses you get is Ryan Reynolds just being petty and making fun of him in this movie because the first line he says of this movie mm-hmm. is fuck Wolverine yeah. which is great uh, and also you got him blown up it's like it, it solidifies that yeah Wade can't die yeah. even with that collar like what happens if he like died and then you just took the collar off. That was one thing that confused me. They did this whole like reverse time cable u- uses burns his one last time travel thing to put the cord in there mm-hmm. and it's like I'm pretty sure if you just yank that collar off Deadpool would it's he's been dead for like a minute. Like, if you pulled it off, he'd be fine. So Maybe. I don't know why we're doing all this. Maybe. Yeah. He does have a lot of cancer inside of him, which I did like they brought that up, too. Yeah. It was like, as yeah. soon as you took that away, mm-hmm. his cancer just started growing so fast, which is a nightmare. Yeah. He it just, felt like a true sequel to the first one. Like, there were callbacks for almost every major uh, plot point for the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the things that... I really enjoyed about this is it wasn't one of those sequels that pretended like it was a this completely self-contained adventure like the adventure yes it wasn't fighting Francis this time but it was it was like him taking on a new bad guy but this is still the Deadpool from the last movie this is still that same guy he's still fighting those same sort of demons he's still in love with Vanessa I'm glad they didn't try to force a domino relationship at least not right away if that's something that they are planning on doing I hope they don't yeah same I, just, I like her as a. I, I kind of like her, you know, not, not as a love interest. I think she's dope as just a, a character. Yeah, and yeah. also women don't always have to be love interest. They can just. Mm-hmm. You bring up a good point. Just she could just be an awesome character. Yeah. And yep. if she has a love interest on the side, go for it. Who cares? But just don't make it that the a plot point for an entire movie. Avengers: Age of Ultron. It doesn't you don't need, need that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think we're around it. We're winding down. 
Uh, this was a very fun movie thing across the board for all of us. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, guys, I think if you haven't seen it yet and you just listened to the, all the spoilers, shame on you. <laughs> Go watch the movie. You'll still enjoy it. There's still a lot we missed when it yeah, comes to spoilers. Yeah, it's super entertaining. I'm going I'm to see it again uh, in the next couple of days, and I'm really excited about uh, it. Uh, my, dad, yep, uh, my dad does not like uh, superhero movies that much besides like the original Batman and Superman movies from like the 80s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He loves the original like Richard Donner Superman movies. Mm-hmm. He loves them. But he also super loves Logan and Deadpool. Nice. He doesn't care about the other Wolverine movies or the other X-Men movies. He like he watched Logan, he understood everything. Yeah. Uh and he lo- he nice. laughed his ass off at Deadpool, so I'm very excited to take him to this one. He's Dope. gonna he's like uh, I'm like, yeah, you're one hundred percent gonna still like this movie yeah. a lot. So I'm excited for that. Danny, thank you so much for coming on. Let's plug one more time. Ismahawk, <coughs> youtube.com slash Ismahawk, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, Facebook.com slash Ismahawk. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Danny Lachef. We've got a Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Ismahawk. Hey. Uh, if you put Ismahawk in anything, it'll come up. I-S-M-A-H-A-W-K. Yeah, I know it's a funny word. I came up with it when I was 16. Just give me a break. Yay. <laughs> hey, we're all stuck with those names. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Forever, <laughs> man. Welcome to the internet. But yeah, they do great stuff over there. So take a second. Check it out. You will enjoy it. Sam, what about yourself? At Sam Basher, everywhere that matters. I do a lot of videos over at YouTube.com slash new rock stars also uh, on Sundays I do a live show over at twitch.tv slash play noggin that's n-o-g-g-i-n uh, we do a live trivia game show where we play video games we do trivia and after this has gone up if you go back to the channel you find some clips of with uh, Trisha Hirschberger which was a lot oh, of fun yeah. uh, probably nice. since we're recording this yeah. early so no one I don't know if it's it's probably going to be good yeah that's <laughs> yeah it's probably going to be good. Yeah, it's probably going to be, be really good. great that, that show is a ton of fun you guys should definitely check it out I'm at DJ Talk trash again everywhere that matters you can go to onlystupidanswers.com for more about these episodes our videos YouTube sign channel. up for the newsletter and get the 100th episode on our Patreon go dang it patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers and if you want to support my comic uh, so that it happens uh, go to chaostheorycomic.com or you can go on Kickstarter and look up Chaos Theory time is running out and we can definitely do it if you guys show up and support hell yes guys make sure rate, guys. rate and make dreams come true do it support Kickstarter God dang it. Dang it. I go also go to iTunes and rate and review. We love when you guys do that. Danny, thank you so much, man. This has been a blast. I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye.